Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Tunitales. I am Ashwadi Anil. We are continuing our book 5.71 by Chetan Bhagat. Chapter 80, The Longest Day of My Life, Part 2. There are times in your life when you are so scared you scream and there are times you are so beyond scared you just freeze. I mean, you kind of get fossilized in an icebox and never come back to life ever again. When Churian got off his bicycle and walked towards me, or rather his car, I went to this deep freeze. He came and shot next to me. I should have probably got out, but I was crap scared to move an inch. I heard my heart, which was louder than Churian's words. This is my car, he said. True. I thought. 10 out of 10 i can control this i said to myself and tried to breathe yes sir i said who are you and what are you doing in my car he asked next sir just driving back sir i said probably looking as stupid as i sounded shriyam parked his bicycle on the side of the road and abandoning my role as a wax model i got out of the car ho oh, Were we are the dinosaurs when you needed them? Were you driving to my home? Cherian said, opening the front door. Yes, he was going to drive now. Could I go home? Yes, sir. Suddenly, his mighty brow furrowed. I know you. You are a student, right? What is your name? Harry, sir. I said, glad he had asked the only thing I was sure about. You are the one who was playing pricks in my viva. I nodded. Guilty as charged. Get in, Churian said. I quietly opened the other front door and sat next to him. He started the car. Who gave you the keys? I jumped at the last word. My hand caressed my trouser pocket from his outside. Yes, the set of duplicate keys was still there. I had to think of something now. Any reason why I could be driving his car apart from buying post-cured cigarettes for his daughter? Neha, sir. I said after a deliberate pause. You know Neha? The process eyebrows shot up. Sir, I met her on the road. The car had a flat tire. So, Sharian said. Sir, I was passing by and offered to push the car to the mechanic. She had to go back and I offered to bring the car home. Silence from Sharian. Had he fallen for it? I guessed he had. for he started the car and started driving slowly why did you offer that just wanted to help i strapped modestly like i go about scouting for good deeds all day and you don't have classes to attend every period sir silly girl cherian spoke aloud to himself gives the car to any stupid stranger i have to talk to her about this i kept silent a new thought had crossed my mind If Neha would be dressed, the last thing I wanted to write now was a surprise hug from her when she opened the door. If only I could get 10 seconds before she spoke to Churian, or if only I could disappear. Not that I had ever let boys like you come near my house. Right, sir? I totally understood him. Churian pressed the doorbell. Neha opened the door wearing just a bed sheet. Have you? Then she saw her father. Dad, Neha said, blinking her eyes and adjusting her bedsheet to cover the maximum. 
Surely this was one hell of cake compared to cigarettes. Your niece? Your kiss, ma'am. I spoke quietly. Don't worry, I got the puncture completely fixed and brought your car back. Huh? She looked at me. Neha, are you out of your mind? Why are not you dressed? Chiran said, controlling the volume of his voice only because I was there. Neha blinked again before disappearing into her bedroom, presumably to change. This daughter of mine is mad. Sit down, Chiran said. So, we pushed the car for 20 minutes. She made me tell. I said, well, sex is like pushing a car sometimes, only a lot more pleasant. Neha came back wearing a very daddy's good girl silver kameez and holding a tray with two glasses of water. As Cherian drank his glass, I repeated, I was just telling your dad how your car got a flat tire and I helped you to take it to the mechanic and then brought it back. I met Sir on the way here, you see. Who? Neha said, striving for an intelligent facial expression. How can you dump the car on a stranger? Cherian asked her. Sorry, Dad. Neha said and collapsed on the sofa. Sir, can I go now? I said. Cherian gave a half nod and I was out of the house. I walked as fast as I could without running. Hurry! Cherian shouted when I was at the gate. I froze and turned. Yes, sir. You are not that smart, you know, he said. I had always known of Cherian's disdain for students with low grades. I didn't know he had been so direct about it. Sir, I know, sir. I was steady harder. That is not what I mean. Sir, I was a student once too, you know, and the best one is straight 10 or 4 years. I know, sir. And if you think you can mess with my daughter and get away with it, you are wrong. I stood silent. You drink in my viva and now I find you fooling with my daughter in my car and we are in my shack. Cherian said and tugged at my collar. You watch it, Harry. You watch it. This is IAD, not some bloody regional college. First the viva and then my daughter. My daughter. Sir, it is not what you think. Don't tell me what you think. I know my daughter was distracted these days. God. And because of scum like you, you stay away from my home and my daughter. Just away. Understand? Yes, sir. I said, wishing Chirian would let go of my collar. I was beginning to go limp. I mean, being caught by him on top of losing my virginity was hardly conducted of straightening me. Good. I don't want people talking, so I won't bring this up again. But you stay away from her and focus on your courses. For hurry, one slip in the insti and I will drain you. I will bloody ruin you, Chiran said, his face is an unpleasant red. Sir, I will stay away. Just let me go, I pleaded. He released my collar, his fingers still trembling. I ran out of his gate and towards Kumon. It was the fastest jog of life. I stopped only once when I passed Turian's bicycle. I don't know what struck me. I turned to make sure no one was around and then released the air from both tires. Damn, that monster deserved some revenge. And that just might make that bastard believe there were flat tires in the world.
No way, man, I said, panting as I reached Ryan's room. No way, what? Did you get the keys? Ryan said. I tried to catch my breath. What happened? I dangled the keys in front of him like tempting punch of ripe grace. I don't know. I am scared, Ryan. I really am. Just relax, dude. You are in shock, sex and horror on the same day. Ryan said, laughing again. Hari is right. We should re-evaluate Operation Pendulum. Nonsense. Alok asked as he came to Ryan's room. Hell, hell happens. I regained my pulse and relate to the whole story. Ryan started laughing. Even though he was bald and everything, that is not what I expected from him. Cherian was there, holding my bloody collar and threatening to rain me. Fuck Ryan, this is not funny, I said. Oh really? He said, laughing even harder. Then what is this? Cherian shirt, Neha's in bedsheet, a browser must have gone psycho. Ryan paused to laugh some more. I wish I was there. Shut up, this is our attention man, Alok said. What attention? You got the keys right, Ryan said. I nodded as I took out of bunch. So we are still doing this, I said. Why not? How does Cherian know about this, Ryan said. Ever told, it makes the case stronger. Harry's only hope is if he cracks the majors. He can then still make Cherians feel that he is not such loser at all. Thanks, Ryan, I said. Oh, come on, Harry. You had a few hitches today, but still managed fine. Let Cherian think what he wants. Wonder what he will do to Neha, I said. You can do anything about that, can you? And not today at least. Let's get the major paper and then worry about other stuff. You should talk to Neha after a few days only. Don't worry. Cherian will try and bury it. He wouldn't want the world to know. And he doesn't look like a dad who can talk to his daughter about this sort of stuff. Alok said and put his arm on my shoulder. We are friends, man. Just have to wait for the evening now. Remember, cooperate to dominate. Rian said and high-fived both of us. Two hours later, at exactly 5 p.m., Alok got a call from home. We were sitting in Rian's room and playing cards. Alok, urgent phone call! The guard below shouted at the top of the voice. Alok threw back his set of three cards. What is it? I said. I don't know. Maybe my sister's engagement date got fixed. He yelled as he ran down the stairs. Let's go down. If that is true, we can get a fat sword to treat us, Rian said as we followed Alok down to the boat. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I'm fine. What happened? You don't sound so good, Alok said. Rian and I looked at each other and shrugged our shoulders. Really? What? I mean, how could they? Alok said as his own face dropped. Rian and I backed away from his booth. Not prayed this time. What happened to that? Mom, speak louder. This line is not clear. What happened? Not eating anything. For how long? Alok said as the line got disconnected, the phone had gone dead. He sat down on the floor of the telephone booth. The flimsy wooden box shook with the weight. Can you believe this? What? The phone has been giving trouble all week, Rian said. The boys had cancelled the proposal, Alok said. 
why i said they wanted a portion of dowry right now to lock in the boy mom said she will apply for a loan but it will take a few months meanwhile they got another deal and it is all over bloody idiots alok said that sounds sick why would you want to marry your sister off to such a family anyway i said i don't know all boys side families are the same and dad is upset and has to not eaten anything since i don't know when there is mayhem at home and the bloody phone is dead it is probably good for the phone is dead what could you have done get up now let's go up and talk rian said giving alok a hand we went upstairs and stayed quiet for a while rian finally broke the silence 6 o'clock he said like it dawned to fellow gangsters Four hours more we leave kumon at 10 for the operation i nodded my head barely listening to him i was wondering what neha was doing right now rian alok said i'm really not comfortable right now about what rian said i'm getting nervous about this operation first hari runs into chirian then didi's proposal flops and dad might just fall sick again if he doesn't eat properly i mean we don't have to do this do we hey wait a minute now rian said as he stood up what has your sister proposal got to do with this and your dad will be fine alok remained silent with a unconvinced expression rian looked at me and then back to alok a couple of times He paced around the room and started speaking again. But tell me, is this the time to discuss all this? I thought we had made the decision. Look, we even have the keys. He jingled bunch of his hand. But Rian, we don't need the risk now, Alok said. There is no risk, just four hours and we will have the paper. End of story. Hari, what do you think? Alok said. Wait a minute, Rian said, his voice louder. Are you going to make him take sides again? Hadi, does this fatso want to do what he did after the first set? Relax, Rian. I said, interrupting my replaying of the last moment with Neha. Why are you shouting? Then tell fatso to make up his mind, Rian said and sat down. He lit up a cigarette and took a hurried puff. Of course, I don't want to split guys, Alok said. Oh, does he wanted to stay here and make us to do work so he can get the paper for free, Rian said. See, that is what he thinks. He does not trust me, Alok said. Relax guys, I said. I think all of us are getting tense here. We have four hours until Insti gets empty. We have the keys. We want the paper. If we do it, We do it together, right? Right, Rian said. We looked at Alok, right? Alok said in a volume, one tenth that of Rian. And we have thought through the risk, right? I said, looking at Rian, of course, we responded. Then let us just go for it. And Alok, your Didi will find another match. If not now, maybe when you get a job and can't pay for a wedding. What is the big hurry, right? I said looking at Alok. Right, Alok said, his voice sounding more confident than relaxed. Friends, I said, looking at both of them. Of course, Rian and Alok said in a unison. I mean, 
Alok said. Good, let's stay quiet for the next few hours, I said, warning the dream about Neha. We kept quiet for the next three hours. Alok said something about being worried about his dad. As his mom had handled such situations before, we did not go down to the mess to eat dinner. Somehow we felt the crowns in the mess would read our minds. 10 o'clock, Ryan said and we jumped up as the clock struck the hour. If they complete their operation pendulum, don't know, just wait until next episode. I will be back soon. You are listening to Anitas and it's me Ashudi. Thank you.